0: Hey y'all, welcome and welcome back. This is Talk Your Shit with Deja where we drop the eye. because not only can I talk about shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hope you all are doing lovely on this great Wednesday because I told y'all last week, don't get used to me putting the videos out and the, the podcast out on Thursday because mm-mm, 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 that was just one time. I'm getting back on track. Because what I said, when you get knocked out, you got to hop back in and get back on track. So, yes, hope you all are doing great on this lovely Wednesday or if you're not catching it on a Wednesday, oh, that sucks, but I hope you're doing great on this lovely day um, or night or whenever you're catching this. Um, But yeah, I hope you're doing lovely. And if you're not doing lovely, I hope when you hear my sweet, sweet voice uh, or see this beautiful video, that it'll make you feel better or at least give you a smile today um, or tonight or whenever, (laughs) but yes, Welcome back, y'all. It is week. Oh, my God, y'all. I'm what episode away. Well, granted, this is the episode away from, you know, the big three. Oh, but, yes, this is the last episode in the 20s. We're week 29, baby. Yes, that's so crazy. I'm almost at 30 weeks, y'all. That's beautiful. It's crazy to think that I've been doing this almost 30 weeks. Granted, I'm supposed to be at, like, 32. But don't come from me because sometimes you get knocked off, but you got to hop back in. But, yes, doing this almost 30 weeks now. But, yes, if you all were able to catch last week's, you, you know what I'm going to be talking about this week. Because y'all know I just had to get back into flowing or whatever. Y'all know I started flowing at the beginning, but I got knocked off my shit. So I have to get back on my shit. But, yes, we're going to flow from last week where we talked about... What what was it like uh your your attraction? I wanna say it was like soulmates or something like that. I don't know, y'all. Episodes are starting to blur together. I don't know. I know it has something to do with attraction. Ain't that bad that I don't even know my own stuff. It's okay. Don't judge me. But yes, this week we're gonna be talking about the different types of attractions, y'all. Because I y'all know, I keep telling y'all. I like to put a name to stuff now, like, I have to be able to say, okay, you're this type of person, or this is what I'm feeling, or this, is like, I like putting a name to stuff, sometimes I feel like when we were raised, we weren't really taught how to really specifically identify things as certain things, so it's hard to tell somebody what you're feeling, or, you know, how, like, what is something, like, specifically, because, We weren't really taught how to specifically identify things. So I've gotten into the habit of just wanting to know how to identify, especially when it comes to my emotions, because they like to say women are so emotional or whatever, and it just depends on the day, definitely depends on the month. Like, (laughs) baby, it's that time of the month, (laughs) and I've been up, down all around. No, I just mostly, I mostly just cry more. Um, I think I'm naturally a bucket full of tears, so I just cry more, but yes, like they like to say we're emotional, so I like to just be able to identify things, and it helps to not get things conflicted because sometimes when people come into our life, especially when it comes to men or whomever you like as the opposite, whatever you identify as, but... (laughs) for me, when it comes to men coming into my life, it's so hard to be able to identify, okay, this is somebody you should take serious for a relationship versus this is somebody that should just be here to maybe just have sex with, or maybe just to go dates with, or maybe it's just somebody you can talk to. Like for me, it has been so hard identifying who those people are, because I've always blurred the lines. Like, honestly, I feel like if I can have a Good conversation with you. I could be your girlfriend. I could be your wife. I could be the mother of your children. Well, not the mother of your children. Don't get me knocked up if you don't put a ring. What is that ring on this finger? Don't get me knocked up if you can't put a ring on this finger. But I could definitely be your wife. I could be your girlfriend. I could be all that if we can have a good conversation. If we can vibe, I literally can feel all that. But I'm starting to learn, you know, that certain people activate certain parts of your brain or they cause you to be attracted to them in different ways. So y'all know me. I love finding me a good website or whatever. So I found me a website that talks about the different attractions that we may encounter um, from different people. Um, And I just want to go through it. And granted y'all y'all know what i always say it may be more out there yes it may be more it may be less it may not even be real who knows but i found this website and we're gonna go through this so i like to put a name to stuff and this website gave me a way to do that so we're gonna go through that so yes today we're talking about the different types of attractions so let's get it let's go so the first uh the first attraction that they talked about on the website is going to be your physical attraction. Yes. But it's not what you think it is, right? Because what they have on the website is physical and sexual. But I'm going I'm to get to the sexual attraction in a second, but this one is physical. So this one is going to be, I guess if, even, like, outside of just your romantic relationships, your platonic relationships, um, like, now, I every time I see my nephew, I just got to give him a big old hug and a kiss and all that. Like, I have such a physical attraction to my, like, nephews. Cause when when I actually could see the other nephew, I love picking him up, and my little brother when he was younger, I I still you know wrap in, I wrap him up in my arm and stuff like that. But yes, like when they were younger and little and. Ah, I just always love giving them big hugs and kisses and just tossing them and just holding them like, oh, my God, something about the the littleness of them is so cute. I just want to touch it and hold it and not let it go. So I definitely have a physical attract- attraction to like smaller kids. Um, I don't know if I necessarily want to just hug on y'all big grown adults so don't come up to me and just want to touch on me and stuff but <laughs> but for little kids I love it. they're so cute and so cuddly and oh they're like a little a little teddy bear to me for some reason. I just love being able to grab my nephew and hold him every time I see him before because now he's in the stage. Cause he's about to turn four next month. Now he's in stage where he just run up and hit you before he even say anything to you. But I would be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that is not how you greet me. Come, come, give me my, come give me some loving, and he'll come and give me my hug and my kiss. And I'm just like, ah. But yes, physical attraction. It it says that it involves a desire to touch or be touched. Um, and then it often centers on the desire to be around one around other people and to show love and affection through physical touch and then it says while sexual attraction which i just mentioned focuses on becoming um involved sexually physical attraction focuses on other forms of touch that are not necessarily sexual so yeah it's like the like we talked about in the love languages episode um it might've been part two. I think I talked about physical touch. And if you don't know, go check out part one and two. But yes, part two, I talked about physical touch. Um, it would be encompassed in that. Um, definitely outside of just romantic. Of course you want to kiss and hug and stuff with your partner, but those are things you may want to do with loved ones or you know people that you have that physical attraction to. Because me, baby, I don't want to touch everybody. <laughs> don't, don't, I'm not gonna say don't touch me. I'm not one of those people that just be like, did you just touch me? I'm not one of those people. I promise you I'm such a sweetheart. If you touch me, I'm not even tripping. Like, it was this white lady um, when I was, was it Uber? I don't know what I was doing. But no, I was at the Ed Sheeran concert that just happened like the last week or the week before last, I think it was last week. um, And and she was behind me and Khalid opened up for Ed Sheeran and she just touched me and she was like, what type of music does Khalid do? And I was like, wait a minute, are you asking me that cause I'm black and he black? What you trying to do? Like that came to my mind, I didn't say that y'all. You know, I try not to think race first. I answered the question all nice and everything, but in my mind after I was like, mm, you asking me that because I'm black and you and you white and ain't nobody else black around here. So you asked me that do I know the type of music that he do or what his name is? Like, come on now. Like I, I like Khalid, but it definitely was a whole bunch of white people that knew more songs than his than I did. <laughs> like, come on now, don't don't do that. She asked nobody else. She didn't lean down and touch nobody else, mind you. It was people that were singing his song way more than I was, and she tapped on me and everything. But I didn't, I didn't swipe her away and be like, "Ma'am, back up!" Like I didn't do none of that. I'm not that type of person. I just give off good energy, so I wasn't even like, "Oh my God, did you really just touch me over Khalid?" But. But yes, some people, they like touching. And I think maybe I'm just that type of person where you just feel encouraged to touch. (laughs) Like, as long as it's not inappropriate or rude or anything like that, I'm not gonna shut you down, I promise. Um, If it's respectful and you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart, then go ahead, I'm not opposed. Um, But yes, mostly my physical uh, attraction is for little kids. I love being able to hold and... A hug and all that with little kids. Um, and then my partner, um, if I had a partner, <laughs> physical touch would, oh, my gosh. I think I'm depleted in physical touch right now. I would be all over that person. And not even necessarily, because we, we didn't get to the sexual attraction yet. Not even necessarily just sexual attraction. Like, I would literally just be all over that person. Like, just hold me. Just touch me. Like, feel me. Feel me. I want to. Sorry, y'all. My old y'all see my little my my uh little wig or whatever got me feeling all Stephanie Millsish. And stuff. I don't know, but yes, yeah. um, but yeah, like when it comes to physical attraction, I I definitely more so am drawn to kids to physically attract or my partner. Um, everybody else. <laughs> i welcome it. Like, and then like i notice noticed I'm starting to do more touching when people are actually in sad moments, like when I have family members around me that may be crying or going through something. I tend to now hug people more um, to kind of show that you're there and show a sense of comforting. Um, and I think that's too, because I'm depleted in physical touch. I haven't been physically touched. In the way that I've wanted to since December. So you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just been physically touching everybody. Not nah, not everybody, but yes, my family members when they're like in the moment, having like those vulnerable moments, I've been giving hugs and you know, rubbing on shoulders and backs, and I've been a bit more touchy feely, but I think it's cause I'm depleted because I haven't had it in a long time. But yeah so that's physical attraction um don't get it confused with sexual attraction but we're gonna go over that later physical attraction is more so just the level one of physical touch you know when you just want to hold hands or be near or give a hug or um like I was just watching which I actually was like wow that's so beautiful but I was watching Young Rich and African I think it's called the the new season on um, Netflix and it's like every time they greet each other they greet each other with a hug and a kiss and I'm just like black people could never like like we are so antisocial. we would never greet somebody with a hug and a kiss but I think it also comes with a sense of respect so when you respect that person then you stand up give that person a hug and a kiss because there was moments in the show where some people didn't even greet the person so it definitely comes with a sense of respect but um it just goes to show you that physical touch also comes with cultures as well I know like um, in Europe, the double kisses or the single kiss on the cheek, stuff like that, greeting people with hugs and stuff like so, physical touch also, or not physical touch, physical attraction can also play into your culture and how you're raised and things like that. So. It's many different things, but it's definitely not sexual. It's not a sexual base. It's more so that platonic, that first level of wanting to touch somebody or being near somebody. So, yes. So number two is emotional attraction, yes. So it says, emotional attraction involves having an affinity for another person based on their personality or other inner characteristics. When you are emotionally attracted to someone, you often feel a desire to learn more about them because of who they are as a person and not because of their physical appearance, yes. Um. I don't think that emotional attraction is necessarily something that you're going to be able to really dive into on a first date with somebody or the first meeting with somebody or anything like that, just because I feel like emotional attraction is something that probably builds over time, just off of the fact that you will have to get to know who this person is as a person. The biggest thing that I latched onto is your inner characteristics. So who is this person at their core that would make you attracted to them? I don't think that emotional attraction is necessarily going to tap in until you actually been able to spend some time around this person to really get to know the real them. And I think that emotional attraction is actually something that you should wait to investigate before you get into a relationship. A lot of times, like, you be wanting to move so, especially me, I be wanting to move so fast, but it's just like, or even before you get sexual, too, but I be wanting to move so fast and be ready for somebody to put me in a relationship before you even really get to know somebody's characteristics. Like, do you know if this person is dependable? Do you know if this person is consistent? Do you know if this person is uh, a liar or not or honest or loyal or giving or, you know, all of those good characteristics, like, do you know if this person is that God-fearing, you know, if you're religious or, you know, practice anything, spirituality or anything like that rooted in growth and evolving, do you know anything, like, any of these things off of the first date? No, you could get an idea, but you can't know who this person is until maybe a good month or two after knowing them. And even still, they say it takes probably about six months for somebody to slip back into who they really is. So it's like, you got some time to figure out if the emotional attraction is there. So the fact that we rush stuff so much and have to jump into something so fast and all this other stuff is weird because, well, not weird, granted, Still the hope of it's romantic, so I believe in that love and first sight thing. But it's just like, <laughs> like sometimes slowing down, really getting to know somebody, paying attention to them. That's something. Like, am my growing and evolving phase that I'm in right now? I'm learning that it's not a speed race; it's a sprint. It's not a what's the short one, the forty meter dash or something like. It's the whole. 100 and whatever meter like it's it's really not even like there's no rush take your time getting to know somebody and that may take a couple of months but you know if this person is worth it get to know this person um and that's with a friend too don't even think it's just romantic it's with a friend you have to know if the people that you have in your life as a friend connects with you characteristic wise Um, Because not all of the people around you that you may call friends, even y'all even get alone. Like y'all probably don't even have similar characteristics or similar values or anything like that. So it takes time to really know if a person is meant to be in your life for a long time or for a period of time or whatever the case may be. So it's just like with emotional attraction, that's going to be one that, I personally think is going to take t- time to develop. So with that being said, me personally moving a bit slower, like maybe not having sex straight out the gate. So I can actually get to know who you are or sometimes having like getting the sex out of the way. You can find out who somebody really is quick too. like, but it also, the, when you learn about yourself, you get to learn like how you are when it comes to sex. Like for me, The, At the beginning, I feel like I got attached because of sex, but at the end, like the last two dudes, sex was like, okay, whatever. The first two dudes, sex kind of meant something, and I think it was because I actually went into sex trying to mean something. The last two dudes was just like, okay, whatever. So it's like, when you know how to utilize sex and everything like that, you can have it straight out the gate to figure out the emotional connection, honestly, because You get to figure out who people really are after, like, what they say, post nut clarity. Like, if they were genuinely just there for sex, they're not going to reach back out. They're not going to be consistent anymore. They're going to ghost or, you know, be distant and all this other stuff. And if they truly do care about you and everything, then they're going to continue to reach out even if you have sex. So it's really just, I think, when it comes to, like, adding in that sexual attraction and all that good stuff, Make sure you know yourself enough to know if you should jump out the gate. But me personally, I don't know just yet. Because I also think it also has to do with physical attraction. Um, well, not physical attraction, but sexual attraction. If I'm sexually attracted to you, I don't necessarily know if I want to jump out the gate super fast. If I'm looking for something long term. Moving forward in the past, because I was all over the place, I was more likely to just jump out there. But now it's just like now I'm trying to actually pay attention to things, especially myself, because it's certain patterns I don't want to keep repeating so yeah when it comes to emotional i personally think that if you genuinely want to be in a relationship with somebody like if your goal is marriage and family and kids and all that good stuff hold off on the sexual attraction like actually combining bodies so that you can get to know if that emotional attraction is there because without that they're like a relationship is not sustainable because you really gonna be in that and be like do i even like you for real like i don't even like you i'm just here like and that i'm sure if this is somebody you decide to spend the rest of your life with you don't want to be in in the situation like i don't even like you for real like who the fuck are you like i don't even mesh with you like what the what were we thinking So that's the space that I'm in. So next it says, one study found that, which they were talking about the study on the website. And then, of course, y'all know I'm going to put the the website in the description or whatever. So y'all can go check out if y'all want to see the study or whatever. But it says, one study found that being emotionally accessible was more important than being sexually accessible. Couples who lacked this emotional connection were more likely to break up. When you are most, when you are more emotionally invested in another person, you are more likely to ask questions and pay attention to the thing they are interested in. When you invest more of your energy into a relationship, you are more likely to build a deeper intimacy that supports a deeper, long-lasting connection. And then, if y'all want to know about the different types of intimacies, because y'all know I gotta plug myself in here, go check out the intimacy <laughs> episode. <laughs> but That's so real, Um, even in them saying that a lot of relationships end because emotional attraction has been lost. But I, I mostly think that's because Oh, fellas, which I I applaud and I am very grateful of the work that a lot of men, especially black men, are doing in this country right now, which is working on their mental health, getting themselves together, working on how to not be so closed off and sh- sheltered, not sheltered, but sheltered. You shelter, I guess you're sheltering your heart and stuff, but they're learning how to break down these walls that have been built up years and years and years that you know keeps them from connecting with somebody fully. Because that's what if I could be real and honest, that's what a lot of us as women acts of our mate. Um, and I do get, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, when y'all get what y'all asked for, y'all don't want it, and then y'all da 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 No, she if she got what she asked for and didn't react right, like that's more on her, not on you. Like I hate when people be like, "Oh, well, she did that, so that's why I'm never going to do this with another woman." Mm, wait a minute. Don't let that one experience or it could have been five experience, 10 experience. I don't care. Don't let those experiences stop you from being a great person to the person that comes into your life because they did not cause that they were not the person to throw stuff back in your face or make you feel like they didn't have like you didn't have a space to share like that was not them who did that don't ever i hate when people do that and that's like the biggest thing i'm trying to work on is like when people come into my life just giving them a clean slate to start on like i can't automatically assume that you're not going to be here because nobody else stayed or you're not going to do this because nobody else did this and like no that's bs so it's just like for some men, it's just like once they go through that one heartbreak, it's like, okay, I'm never doing this ever again, and all this other stuff. And it's like, no, you got to process, heal or process go through or whatever those emotions were, you got to process them and then go into the next situation, move a bit differently, and then continue to be the same person that you were like, just a bit more aware. Cause it's like, that really causes a disconnect because a lot of women try to get to know the man that's, that lays next to them every damn day in bed. Like, and when you don't give them that space to do that, it's just like, they start to wonder what's going on. Cause again, it said that it helps you like it shows that a person is actually trying to get to know you shows that a person is actually invested into you. But because of your traumas and your life experiences, you're so closed down because you're scared to let somebody in that you don't even, you know, give that person that opportunity to get to know who you are, maybe because of abandonment, maybe because of being let down or whatever the case may be, you don't give that person that chance. And that's complete BS to me. Like, don't sh- don't treat me bad because of your past, because I would never do that to somebody else. or I okay, I'm not gonna say I would never because I've moved that way. But you know, I'm working every day, and there's a lot of people in this on this continent that i'm mad i say continent (laughs) that are in this country that are working every day to become a better human being to escape their past and become a better person so that they're not giving off this you know broken child and you know, unhealed adult so that they can get to know who you are. But if you're not doing the same thing and you're just like completely hiding yourself and not allowing that person to get to know you, of course it's going to break up the relationship every time. And I think, again, it's, it's due probably to abandonment because when you did try to give this openness to somebody that completely shut you down which i don't hold it against black men but it's like at what point are y'all gonna start realizing that y'all are capable of finding love just as much as we are and y'all are capable of doing the healing work and y'all are capable of moving on and letting go and all this other stuff because a lot of a lot of black men just hold on to stuff and end up shutting out their future because of their past. And it's just like, mm -mm. I don't think women wanna go through that anymore. And do I think that it's just men? No, it's probably some hard ass women out here too that don't let men in too. But it's just like, everybody needs to do the work do the work so that when a person comes into your life, especially when you're looking for a marriage or a relationship and stuff like that, you're not shutting them out. Because again, emotional attraction is the most important attraction because it's gonna be what keeps you and that person going. Especially as y'all evolve over time that you constantly wanna get to know this person. That like emotional attraction is the base of love in a sense of, you actually wake up and choose to get to know this person every day. Like you have an attraction to get to get to know this person every day when, when they are shifting and growing and evolving and becoming all different. You actually want to wake up and get to know this person every day, but you can't do that. If y'all both are walking around with uh, armor on and can't nobody get through to you. So it's just like, do the work y'all like really do the work and that's definitely to my black men like do the work because as black women i hear we trying to get to y'all but y'all so close oh it it makes it so hard (laughs) it just makes it so hard just a little bit um but yes and y'all black women too y'all got a lot of shit going on too trust me i understand and i know that we go through a lot of shit just as much as our black counterparts like we have to be willing to go through like therapy or do the self work and heal and go back through all of our traumas and forgive and let go and you know process and let somebody in. Like, don't be afraid to let somebody in because they may leave. But we learned about that and what was the abandonment? So go check out that episode plug (laughs) but yes so yes that emotional attraction is essential it's essential for any relationship you need it baby um and then lastly it says when you are more emotionally invested in another person oh i already read that (laughs) i read through all of that so yeah needless to say heal so that you're able to connect with people emotionally because that's going to be what sustains a relationship as you all wanting to get to know each other every day. Like you being able to have those deep conversations every day, you being able to learn more about a person every day or every other day or once a week or whenever y'all schedule to talk or hang out, like you get to learn this person whether that be the good, the bad, the ugly, like you, that person is open enough to let you in and vice versa. Like I loved uh, getting to know people's stories. Like, because to me, of course, because I lived through it, my life seemed a little boring. Granted to somebody else, it might be exciting. I don't know. But to me, it's like, my life seems a little boring. So it's like, being able to learn about somebody else their their past and what they've been through and how it's shaped who they are as a person as a man that is so exciting invigorating it's so attractive like oh (laughs) but in order for you to be able to let somebody in like that you gotta you gotta let down those walls and let them in so yeah let them in um, so number three is going to be your romantic attraction. <laughs> yes. So it says that romantic attraction is the type of attraction in which people desire a romantic relationship with another person. It is not the same thing as sexual attraction, although the two can often occur at the same time. And then for me, I think that's where I've had a problem. Granted, I've only dealt with four people a little consistent they were inconsistent but a little consistent like one of them was real consistent the second one was consistent inconsistent the last two was consistent until it got cut off but i think i've uh i've conflated romantic attraction with sexual attraction with especially with the last two like i think i was in a space where i was like oh yeah i can see a whole future (laughs) But I think that's also the anxiously attached, you know, side of me where I'm like, okay, I can see a whole future. You know, I can, you do this, I can do this, we could come together and be a power. like, I really can see all that. But, you know, in reality, it was just like that sexual attraction and that's okay, you know, I, i and it's crazy that I'm even saying that that's okay to just have a sexual attraction to somebody and nothing more, um, I think for the last two, I probably had a bit of emotional attraction, or, uh, well, yeah, probably a bit of emotional, but not too much, but we was able to have conversations, but, you know, it definitely was, like, where you conflated emotional and sexual, Then you think that you have romantic attraction to this person, like, you really think you could see yourself in a relationship with this person on a damn well, you don't even know what this person is to know if this person really could be your person long term, like, and I think too that's also a problem because sometimes we really do think that we could be in relationships with people off of just sexual attraction. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we have great sex. I could be your girlfriend. Oh, we have great sex. I could be your husband. Like, bitch, who are you? <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> like, do you? You? Mm, I don't think you want to do this. This a roller coaster ride. You ready? You ready? Buckle up. But it's just like, I do think we conflate it where you have that, you may have emotional uh, attraction. You may have uh, sexual attraction, but then it's like that romantic, it doesn't come because, well, okay, not, let's not say you may have sexual attraction. Well, no, you may have sexual, you may have a bit of emotional, but not completely like, Maybe y'all can have a conversation, but maybe this guy, you notice that he can lie randomly or, you know, those red flags that randomly come up at the beginning or whatever. But you you skip past the red flags because you're just like, oh, I just want to be in a relationship, not even realizing that this may not be the person that you can actually be in a relationship with because the emotional attraction isn't all the way there. So it's just like, when you think that romantic attraction is there, really try to ask yourself like, okay, do I want to get in a relationship because I really like this person, I really vibe with this person, I really connect with this person, I really align with this person, or do I just want to get in a relationship because I don't want to be single anymore? And I think truly for me, and that you know, anxiously attached situation and the fear of abandonment and all this other stuff, <laughs> I think I was moving through this world Really, not even being able to identify the romantic attraction. I don't think I had romantic attraction for nobody. Even guy number two, I even toss up to this day, Like, okay, if I really got in a relationship with this person, would I genuinely be happy? And it's it's like, okay, yeah, I have amazing emotional attraction. I have amazing sexual attraction. I have amazing physical and aesthetic and all this other stuff, but. Do I think that I would really be compatible with this person in a relationship with knowing what he, like, what he does to like in this situation right now? If I get in a relationship, commit to this person, and he does this shit, would I really be able to survive with it? Or do I just not want to be single? And that's the reason why I want to be in a relationship with him so bad. So it's just like, when you start to really learn yourself, And ask yourself questions and really sit with, you know, the the thoughts and the feelings that you have. You start to realize a lot of the people that came into your life, you ain't even want to be in a relationship with them. You really just didn't want to be single. And there's a difference in wanting to be in a relationship with somebody and not wanting to be single. And if you don't know that difference by now, you got a lot of work to do, baby. Like, there's a whole completely different, you know, a whole completely different meaning to being in a relationship with somebody and not want to be single. For me, I just didn't want to be single. I was so tired of not being in a relationship. I'm still tired of not being in a relationship, but I don't see myself trying to move so fast anymore because I'm okay being by myself now. Now I have a ball by myself. Now I really am in this bitch, and my standards are raising... To where you're not just gonna treat me any old kind of way. I'm learning how to treat myself so that other people can treat me as such, and stuff like that. And at the moment, you don't do that. I nah nah nah. I'm a different kind of beast. Nah. When you do that work and heal, the 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 price of the, what they said the price of the brick went up. <laughs> but yes, yeah, like yeah, I'm not willing to just forego emotional intel no not intel emotional attraction intellectual attraction aesthetic attraction all this other stuff like just for a romantic relationship like no and so I truly think that if a lot of people was to actually sit pause (laughs) think about it and be like okay knowing who this person is knowing who I am (laughs) would we really vibe would we really connect? Would we really be able to last until eternity? <laughs> like, until we leave off this earth? I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, if that person's willing to put in work with you, that you wouldn't get to that point. And I think that's where that romantic relation, the romantic attraction comes in is, if you're willing to put in the work and I'm willing to put in the work, let's go for it. Because, especially if you have the emotional attraction and the sexual attraction and the emotional attraction and all that, if you have those things and you both are willing to put in the the work for whatever needs to be maybe adjusted or fixed or worked on or anything like that, go for it. Because that's the biggest thing with, society right now is there's not a lot of people willing to work on a relationship a lot of people are willing to jump 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 hop jump and skip their ass into a new relationship but to find somebody that's actually willing to work with you to work on themselves so that they can give you a better version of themselves to allow you to encourage change within them to allow you to inspire change and in them and vice versa. Allow them to inspire change within you. Because of course we all know you cannot change nobody. I don't know why people be like, oh, you gotta hold them accountable. Y'all know we all already talked about that. Hold them accountable thing in the accountability episode. Like you can't hold anybody to anything, but you can inspire them to do something different. You can encourage them to do something different, but you can't hold them accountable to nothing accountability is only for that person and that's why i say is you take responsibility for your shit (laughs) can't nobody make you take responsibility for shit like you don't want to take responsibility you're not going to take responsibility so it's just like if you have somebody that's willing to you know work with you allows you to inspire them allows you to encourage them vice versa that's when you should jump into that relationship until you see those things though nine times out of ten it's just those other attractions and it's okay that those other attractions there and you never get to something committed but what i will say is if you know you're looking for a relationship or looking for something long term put boundaries around yourself so you don't get stuck in that cycle of, okay, well, we got great emotional attraction. We got great physical attraction. We got great sexual attraction. We got great, you know, all of this, but we can't be in a relationship. But that's what I want. So what are we doing? What are we doing? What we doing? Like, if you know that you're looking for a, a long-lasting, a long-term relationship, don't sit in nothing with nobody and they're not trying to give you a relationship again when you see that that person is working towards being with you, working towards being a better them, because of course anybody that comes into your life, you're going to have to learn how to be in each other's lives. You're an individual. They're an individual. They have a a way that they were raised. You have a way that you're raised. You have a point of view. They have a point of view. It's all going to clash at some point. But as long as you're willing to compromise and work with each other and not against each other you know attack maybe attack the actual point and not the person and things like that that's when you're going to be able to get to those to that romantic uh attraction so and i think again i think romantic attraction should only come when that person genuinely wants to work on being in a relationship with you it has to be mutual or it's not there like that's why i like truly feel like with all of the people well except for the first one that's the only one i got into a relationship with but the last three I, there was no romantic attraction there or i was never informed <laughs> i was left in the dark <laughs> but from what i understood there was no romantic attraction there because nobody was willing to put in the work to be better for me I was willing to put in, you know, whatever needed to be put in, but nobody was willing to do the work for me. So there was no romantic attraction there, but there might've been other things there that made me feel like there should have been romantic attraction there, but it's okay when it's not there. It's just when you learn what you know, like me, I know I want a family and to be married. Now I move a little swifter. I'll let you stay in my life for a couple months and play with me. Like, nah, we need to know maybe in the first (laughs) three three months, three to to five months, I need to know what the fuck we got going on, because if we ain't got nothing going on here, nobody's working to get to a commitment or something like that, Mm, to the left, to the left, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but yes, so the next one is that sexual attraction, which I ain't even gonna go through that, just for the simple fact that we know what that means. It means you like to freak on people, Libby, <laughs> whatever, which uh, today I feel like sexual attraction is not hard to come by at all. Um, everybody's so sexualized <laughs> today, especially women. Um, of course, men are getting up there in thirst traps too. Like, oh, I love boy through uh, Instagram and seeing all of the, but not bodybuilders. Like, I don't like those big, big muscles, but. You know, everybody getting their little tone bodies. And, and oh, I don't necessarily be like, oh, I can have, I don't know how people have that visceral, I can have sex with you. I probably can do that with maybe a couple people, but not often. But some people be like, oh, yes, I need you right now. Like that primal <laughs> jump through the phone, get you type of <laughs> attraction. But for me, sexual attraction, I think it mostly comes when. I am attracted to that person, either emotionally or intellectually. Um, I Yes, I could be aesthetically attracted to you, which is what we're gonna talk about after, but it doesn't necessarily mean I wanna get in bed with you. Now, what's gonna make me wanna get in bed with you is me learning about a little bit of your history. Like I like when people talk about their family or talk about what they've been through a little bit, or we have a real connection, I mean, a real conversation about Maybe because I'm in a just debating little mindset just because I watch all these podcasts on uh, YouTube now. So I like when I can have conversations with people about the stuff I come across on YouTube. Like that's that's enticing to me. So that just turns me on. So, yeah, those things cause me to have sexual. Sexual just doesn't come to me. ASAP. like It really has to be us having a conversation, vibing with each other and everything, and that's what alludes to sexual. I think probably for more men than women, they can have sex with people straight out the gate off of physical attraction or, well, let's say um, sexual attraction. I personally no, 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 no. I gotta be able to have a conversation with you to even want to get in bed with you. (laughs) Like, that's just a must. Like, if we can't converse, we cannot connect. Like, that's weird. Um, But yeah, so sexual attraction is just that that primal, automatic. As soon as you see somebody, you just want to put your pain inside of them or let them put the pain inside your vagina. I don't know, but it's like that, that primal instinct. Like you just want to rip their clothes off. Like, yeah. And if you're anything like me, you need to be able to have a conversation with that person, like a real conversation to even get to that spot. Um, Other than that, then, ah, (laughs) Hey, you not gonna get nowhere. You might be aesthetically attractive, but baby, if we can't converse, I don't want to touch you. Get away from me. But yes, number five is aesthetic attraction, which is basically being attracted to somebody's looks or something to the look of something. Cause I also talked about like aesthetic attraction doesn't always have to be just pertaining to people. It could be even when you go inside of somebody's home, even this, like this is aesthetically appeasing to me like being able to see this color. Like I love the oranges and stuff now, um, the the nature tone colors. I don't, I don't know if y'all can see this picture wherever, that picture. But there's like a, a dark skinned woman with yellow, uh a yellow outfit, just that nature tone color, like that's aesthetically pleasing, uh, appeasing, attracting, <laughs> aesthetically attractive to me now. So it's not even just about people, um, but back to people when you are aesthetically attracted to somebody, that could be anybody too. Like it's a lot of times where I come across different women that I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful. But I would never, I don't like women that much too. Now, some people, I ain't gonna hold you. It's Some women out there, but you gotta, you gotta have that little masculineness to you. It's something about me and a masculine person, but uh, if, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I can find a lot of women aesthetically um, pleasing, but not wanna do anything with them. Like, at all. even if we have a conversation, I still am like, yeah, you're still beautiful. I wouldn't want to no. <laughs> Not at all. But, you know, uh that again like aesthetically is more so what you like to see. Um from another person, even, it's so weird. Cause I feel like men probably have a lot of aesthetic attractions to dudes too, but because there's a stigma around being gay or whatever the case may be, or all these jokes and stuff, you can't even tell the dude he looks nice because they are gonna be on some gay shit. And that's that's stupid. Like I, I'm really confused as to why guys can't give like just really nice compliments to guys. Cause I'm sure they see what we see, like, some dudes really just look good, uh, and I'm sure a lot of a, a lot more guys would. I don't know if they're just running around trying to give out compliments like women, but even the fact that they have to, you know, hold their tongues because of being seen as gay or whatever the case may be is really stupid. Like you can have aesthetic attraction to somebody and not want to fuck them, like. <laughs> and I'm sorry to put the emphasis on the F word But it's just like People are so weird Like you can't even just Like I can look at a set of boobs And a, a big ass And be like damn But not wanna put the boob in my mouth Or bite that. Like ew No I'm not a fan of women like that But I could be like ooh I'm more so like It'll look good on me <laughs> <laughs> if I had all that, it'd look good on me. That's how I look at it. But, you know, I can appreciate, you know, a nice body. I can appreciate a beautiful face that don't mean you got to want to sleep with it. And I feel like that probably be the same for dudes. Like, they can appreciate somebody that got a fresh cut and not just be like, that's a nice cut. Like, you, you look actually handsome with your cut. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. Especially... When that's the stuff you will want to pass along to your son. If you had a son, you're not going to just be like, that's a nice cut. Like, you're going to be like, nah, you're really handsome. Like, you're going to be able to give your son these compliments. I don't know why it's so weird to give a grown man a compliment to from another grown man. But one day I hope we grow out of that. But I don't know. I'd be holding my breath on that one. But, (laughs) yeah, so that is aesthetic attraction. Just being attracted to this. Like, I am aesthetically attracted to myself. Self these days. Like, hey, girl, hey, you is beautiful. I might be a little bit more than aesthetically but nah, Just aesthetic. I don't like doing stuff by myself. I need another person to come in and have fun. But yes, I am aesthetically attracted to myself nowadays. Not to say I wasn't before, but I definitely love myself a little bit more than these days. <laughs> girl, you beautiful. Um, But yes, So, that's aesthetic attraction. Um, And then lastly, it's going to be intellectual attraction. Yes. And it says intellectual attraction refers to finding someone's thoughts or intellect appealing. This type of attraction might cause you to want to learn more about a person, get their opinion on different topics, or learn new things from them. While intellectual attraction is non-physical and non-sexual, some people find that they need to feel intellectually attracted to a person before they can develop another type of attraction, whether it's physical, emotional, or sexual. Facts! I need all that. Well, okay, I need an intellectual attraction. That's why I think I'm, what is it, sapiosexual? I need that. Where your head at? Before you figure out where my body is, like where your head, your head and your heart. I really wish that I focused more on the emotional before I got intimate with people, because to know where their head and their heart was um would have definitely helped me to maneuver through them. But you know, learning curves. <laughs> you gotta go through a little shit. You gotta bump your head every now and again. So it's like. What was in the past was in the past. Glad you didn't know because we learned it and we getting it going now. But it's just like, I need that intellectual. where's your mind? What are your thoughts? Because I feel like a lot. <laughs> I've come across so many women that be like, nowadays, when they go on dates, niggas really be talking about that submissive shit. <laughs> and this- <laughs> But I think it's how they present it. Um, they don't present it as, like, something you actually want to do. They present it as something that, like you need to be this, and it's just weird or whatever. I personally don't have – well, okay, actually, I low-key did. Last guy was on some submissive stuff. I didn't have a problem with it until the submission type of stuff turned into condescending, and I was like, wait a minute, that's not the same definition, and I'm smart. <laughs> and that's not – that's not – but yes, it, it is. It, I think due to the little manosphere red pill, all that stupid shit. No, I'm just kidding. It's not stupid. It's so intellectual, I guess. But due to all of that, I think a lot of dudes are trying to figure out what they want for themselves. And they're like, kind of taking it day by day as they go through these videos, watch red pill stuff or whatever the case may be. A lot of them have grappled onto that submissive thing and they it a lot, so it's just, I would have to know what your mind is with that and all that like marriage, like how do you see the family structure, all this other stuff. Know how you feel about that. then. Of course, go into your past, figure out what those traumas, those triggers, who you are, how you like to actually act around everybody with your family, people, randoms, all that. All of that comes together, then it makes me want to <laughs> slide. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think you should definitely get to know all of those things about a person before you actually want to just jump into bed with them because you would jump into a bed with somebody that passes along the most negative ass energy ever. Uh, Then when you going through the shits and you like, why did I go? Why am I going through the shits? Cause you done connected with somebody who's negative as shit. (laughs) And now you going through the shit. So it's like, do take your time getting to know somebody. I do get like, Because of today's society, we're not disciplined when it comes to sex as much as we could be. So it is kind of hard to hold off on it. But if you can hold off on it as much as you can to just get to know somebody, do it. You know? It's not going to hurt you to... Especially because... Especially when it comes to women because y'all... Like, okay, I ain't going to say y'all like I ain't got vibrators or whatever but it's just like we have all these sex toys and all this other stuff. We have self-pleasure and stuff like that. So if you can't hold off from you know, having sex at least for the first month, you know, practice discipline. And <laughs> hey, I'm talking to you too, Dejanae, practice discipline so that you can get to know somebody, know in which direction you're headed before you actually dive head first and get a concussion against. Oh, yes. Uh, intellectual attraction. I need it, baby. Sapiosexual in the building. I really need to know your brain. I really do. Or we can't do anything. We can't do anything, (laughs) but yes. So uh, lastly, some things that it had on the website is it says the different types of attractions can affect your behavior in a variety of ways. In other words, if you find someone physically attractive, you're also more likely to think that they are also smart, funny, kind, and a whole host of other positive qualities. Facts. When you like somebody... Them red flags really do turn pink. And then you just start seeing all good things that outweigh the bad. Knowing damn well them bad outweigh the good, but because you like that person, you just go find every reason to be attracted to them. And I think that that was me with guy number two for the longest of times. And I honestly am just dying down from off of that now. Because I'm, like, really reflecting and going through this and really just, like, okay, what really was this? Like, it was a whole bunch of naivete, (laughs) to say the least, like... Like, yes, great dude or whatever, but was it somebody that I genuinely could have seen being in a relationship with? I don't even know if the man's romantic. I don't know if he cares about dates because we never went on one. Like, the, all the shit that I love to do, like, I'm a I'm a hopeless, well, okay, what is it? Hopeful romantic is what I learned now. I'm a hopeful romantic. Ain't no way that we're not going on the dates. Ain't no way that we are not doing romantic stuff. Ain't no way that you're not, catering to me the way that I cater to you like that's crazy so you know it was just like I was so attracted to the person and all of his characteristics that I just bypassed all of the red flags that just was jumping out at me that say girl running the opposite direction but I had on my rose colored glasses and I was like oh these are pink flags not red keep going but yes y'all like when you like somebody, you might want to pay attention a little bit harder. <laughs> pay attention a little bit harder because like, liking somebody really can deceive you. You really start to put them in a whole different category than anybody else. Like, It's crazy because when you don't like somebody, you can figure out that person's a weirdo, all this other stuff. But when you like somebody, all that shit, you don't see until the the puppy doll phase done wore off, now you stuck. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, pay extra close attention when you like somebody to ensure that that person is aligned with you, that y'all have the romantic attraction to where you can get into a relationship, because if you can really fool yourself. You really can, and uh, uh-uh. uh, don't do that. Don't don't break your heart. I like. I'm learning that I broke my heart in the past. Nobody else broke my heart. I broke my heart. Like, I got my heart broken because I broke my heart because I bypassed a whole bunch of stuff. Granted, I didn't know. Like, if I knew, there would be difference. That's why I give myself, I give myself a pass all the time in the sense of, yeah, you put yourself in those situations, but you didn't know. But now you do know. So if you do it again, shame on you, girl. <laughs> First time was shame on the universe (laughs) but moving forward shame is on you so it's just like pay extra close attention when you like somebody because you will bypass everything (laughs) just to see the good in that person and it's like is it worth it because once the puppy dog glasses are out or you get into a marriage or whatever the case maybe now you gotta go through the government just to break apart and all this other stuff that just Is unnecessary like really make sure you align with this person you have that romantic attraction meaning again that person wants to work towards being something or being in something just as much as you do and that may have to you may have to take monthly check-ins with that or weekly check-ins to ensure that you still want to choose this just as much as I do Um, because I think romantic attraction you absolutely can lose if you don't continuously check in like do you still want this um i i came across somebody who was like i love jackie and doug christie um if you don't know them look them up but every year i believe on their anniversary they renew their vows where they're just like okay do we choose each other again like that's fire i don't know if you need to renew your vows i don't know if y'all got enough money to keep doing wedding ceremonies but just to be able to come together, you know, every year to be like, you still in this? I'm still in this? Okay, we in this? We still romantically attracted? Like, yes. Like, okay, that's fine. And sometimes you really have to do that with your person because you'll still want to be in this and they be done checked out a long time ago, but won't say shit. And then just start turning into somebody you didn't even recognize. So make sure you don't let the rose colored glasses fool you, baby. Pay extra close attention to the motherfuckers you like. Because, like, (laughs) I'll make you do some shit you ain't got no business. Um, But then, okay, the last thing I'm going to go over is some things that you can do to become better at recognizing the type of retraction you are experiencing. And it says build your self-awareness. Spend time focusing on your feelings so that you can get to know what you like and what's important to you. Facts. That's what I've been saying. (coughs) Excuse me. I have learned myself so much to know, to even be able to evaluate that. You know what? Maybe I was never meant to be with none of them people from the past. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, we had good attractions. But were we really meant to be in a relationship? Probably not. So you broke your own heart if your heart was broken between any of those people. Now, the first guy, I think that was a little different compared to the last three. But anybody after the first guy? You broke your own heart if your heart was broken because that was all Um, But, yes, when you get to know yourself, you can move differently. You can set up boundaries. You can identify things. You could be like, okay, yeah, we can have a conversation, but I don't even think that, you know, this person will even mesh well with my family, and I'm a very family-oriented person. You know, those things like that. Like, when you get to know yourself, you don't budge on anybody coming into your life just because, They came into your life like and they're really attractive and you like looking at their face like you're not gonna budge on that like you're gonna be like okay we don't get along or not we don't get along or i can't see you fitting into my puzzle piece and vice versa so you keep it pushing um next it says establish and maintain boundaries learning more about yourself and how you experience attraction can also help you create romantic and sexual boundaries about what you are willing to accept in a relationship. Facts, I just said that. Um, When you get to know yourself, you can put a, I'm not gonna say a shield around you, but you can put a door in front of you. And when a person knocks, (laughs) you could be like, who is it? (laughs) They could be like, it's me. (laughs) And you could be like, nobody home. (laughs) Or you could be like, come in. So, you know, you want to be able to put a door in front of you when you get to know yourself and the different types of attractions that you're willing to share with somebody too. Because if you're in the phase of just wanting to have fun and all this other stuff, now you get to communicate that. Um, and then if you want a relationship, you get to communicate that. You can know when you're getting to a point where you are entering into maybe that romantic attraction. But now you're trying to see if the romantic attraction is reciprocated. So you want to make sure that they're in the same space that you are, but you got to be able to communicate these things and set up these boundaries and let them know, okay, if after a couple months, this is not really headed towards anywhere, I'm going to dip out because of my own sanity or my heart or whatever, you create boundaries so that you can refrain from getting hurt to the point of no return, because sometimes that that heartbreak be feeling like no return. Sometimes <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I'm just getting to the space where I can literally be okay thinking about number two. Like, I don't even be like tripping, I'd be like, okay, I don't think, mm, and it could be coping, I don't know what it is, but I'm to a space now where I'm just like, okay, if he comes back, great, if he don't, whatever, like, I'm gonna keep it pushing. Um, because I don't know, like. And I don't want to be in the space so I don't know, that's not where I want my life to be. So I'm gonna keep it pushing or whatever. So yes, be able to create boundaries um, around yourself when you identify the different types of attractions that you're developing with people. Um, Next is understand your motivation. Think about what you want out of a (laughs) relationship. Are you interested in a long-term commitment or are you just looking for something more casual? Do you want just romance, just sex, or you looking for both? What role does emotional intimacy play in your needs? (laughs) I just said that (laughs) y'all at this point, they're repeating after me, not the other way around. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, like, Identify what you want from the situation, um, especially when it comes to romantic or like a counterpart or whatever. Like if you can't es- establish what you want in the situation, they're going to be able to come in and turn your whole life upside down. Because again, as men and women, we naturally follow their lead. <laughs> They'll lead us into destruction if we let them. So be able to identify what you you want from out of a person coming into your life so that when they come in when they try to lead you into destruction you know that you don't want to go to destruction so you'd be like "Mm, actually i'm gonna go ahead and dip out you can go to destruction by yourself i'm gonna catch you another time (laughs) but um uh next is remember there is not a right way to experience attraction. One type of attraction is better or more valid than any other. Understanding your needs and desires can help you find the relationship that supports what you are looking for right now. Truthful, yes. Um, Again, I do think that I had all of the attractions with everybody in the past, Um, probably more so in areas than others, but I don't think that romantic was with anybody after the third. Even now with the the third the first one even after even after years the romantic attraction is no longer there with the first one either like romantic attractions with nobody i don't gene i don't think i want to be in a relationship with none of them i do think two is a strong candidate if he comes back and we get to really be consistent and i see something different then I think that we may be able to give it a shot. But if he comes back and nothing changes and he's still inconsistent and doesn't know how to communicate and all the bullshit, then no, the romantic will never be there. So it's just like be able to appreciate that romantic is not going to always be there. Um, all the time or you know once you get into a relationship maybe sexual is not gonna always be there that's another thing too like people think you're supposed to want to have sex with them every day just because you're in a relationship bullshit like yeah sometimes i may want to rip your clothes off but sometimes i may not and that's okay like the one thing that it did say about all of these attractions is that they are fleeting because they are feeling like they can come and they can go the thing is is with any of these if you want them to stay you work at them like with feelings you work to get there again which is why a dope fiend will literally work to get more dope so they can get another high Is because they have to work to get to that feeling like that's how attractions and love and all this other stuff is you have to work to get to that feeling so if you notice that your sexual attraction is depleting for somebody, you are you should work to get back there. If you don't know how to get back there, baby, there are sex therapists out there in this world. They can help you get back on track with your mate or whatever. Like, there is help. And honestly, it might not even have anything to do with physicality. It could be y'all probably got issues underlying that you haven't even addressed. That's probably the reason why you don't want to fuck on them. Is because you have so much animosity towards this person. You don't even know how to be sexually attracted to them so it could be a deeper problem so it's just like just because you're in a relationship don't guarantee that you know all of these attractions gonna always be there like all of all of these attractions you have to work towards every day if you want to keep them within a relationship and that's not even just romantic or with a partner that's with a friendship too if you want emotional attraction with your friend you got to put in work if you want le- intellectual attraction with your family member you got to put in work like you have to work to get to know somebody and i think that's where we falter a lot is we think that should just supposed to come naturally like it's just supposed to be a vibe like no bitch you got to put in work to get to know somebody like that's that's life. You have to put in work to be around people. Like it takes work to care. <laughs> Ain't that something? Like, But that's the thing, too, is when you care, it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like something you have to do. It seems like something you get to do. Like, I get to get to know you intellectually. I get to get to know you emotionally. I get to know your body. I get to learn what you like and what you don't like, your turn-ons, your turn-offs. I get to know all this stuff. Like, That's where the the thought process should be is like, yeah, you got to put in work, but it's I get to put in this work to be with you. That's the goal. That's really the goal. And then lastly, is attraction can change. It is also important to remember that attraction is not set in stone. Your needs and desires can shift over time. I just said that. Like I said, at this point, I ain't copying off of them. They copying off of me. I did have to go through this and get... (laughs) Get the information. So I might have got it from them, but they got it from me, and I got it from them, and they got it from me, and we got it from each other. But yes, it's not a set in stone. If you want these things to keep occurring, you have to put work in them. I don't understand why we think that. In every other aspects of, in every other aspect of our life, we have to put in work, but in a relationship with people. We don't think that you have to put in work like it's just supposed to come. Like, no, you got to want to get to know that person. You got to want to interconnect with that person. You have to want that. And they have to want that, period. Like, a relationship will never sustain if it's one-sided. Y'all both have to want to put in work and that that's just a reality that you know i'm really learning like even with family with friends like it's not okay for it to be one-sided like y'all both gotta want to put in work for that shit to last or it's gonna fall through the cracks every time so yeah attraction (laughs) y'all but yeah that's it for attraction um I just, I like going through that. Like I said, I like putting a name to things and even kind of just going through that, reading it, being able to know that the people in my past, I didn't, you know, necessarily have the romantic attraction, but I had the physical, I had the sexual, I had that stuff, but it just never got to a commitment and that's okay. You know, you're not going to get to a commitment with everybody, but if that's something you want, you might want to make sure that that person is aligned with you and you're, you searching for that person that is going to give you that so that you're not wasting energy with somebody so it's just like yes find people that align with you put in the work with that person and the attraction will remain if if y'all put in the work um that's all there is to it but yes so that's gonna be it for the different types of attractions for next week um i'm still contemplating I was thinking about talking about grief, just because oh, I had to mourn the loss of the guy number two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I lowkey did, but I do realize like a lot of times or a lot of reasons why we have a hard time just as a society is because we're not taught how to grieve properly, like at all in the slightest. I think a lot of people are stuck in the angry phase. A lot of the people might be stuck in the denial phase we just stuck in the different type of phases. So I actually think I want to talk about grief and the grieving process next week. And the fact that you don't only grieve people that are no longer on this earth, that you grieve people that are on this earth alive and well too, which might be to me personally, I think that's harder than the people that leave off this earth for forever. I think it sucks to know that there's a person alive, well and breathing. You can't talk to them. (laughs) That's, that's ghetto. It's, it's ghetto. Um, but, you know, we're not really taught how to process those emotions that come with that or go through those emotions. So you end up maybe getting depressed or, like I said, stuck in that angry phase or, you know, having to cope, whether that be with food and, you know, all the things we talked about in the coping mechanism. So it's just like, I do want to talk about grief. I know it's... For me, it won't be heavy. I done went through some stuff um, like by myself and went through the emotions, so I don't think it'd be heavy for me, but you know, maybe it might be heavy for y'all because maybe y'all haven't gone through actually processing grief in an appropriate way and stuff like that, but I do think it's necessary because I just want to pass along information to help y'all become better y'all, you know, because that's the goal. is for us to be better uses and give this good stuff out to the world. Yes, so I think that's what I'm going to talk about next Wednesday. But, yes, like, comment, subscribe, and then you can check me out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then y'all better follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And, yes, tune in with me next week, Wednesday, where we're going to be talking about grief. (laughs) i'm mad that i'm saying that so happy (laughs) but yes we're gonna talk about grief and this is talk your shit with asia where we drop the eye because not only can i talk my shit but i want you to talk your shit too and i will tune in with y'all next wednesday at seven bye